Welcome to the Light Leaders Podcast, where I'll show you how to step into the light leader that you were born to be. If you're wanting to align with your soul purpose, activate your psychic abilities, and to create an impactful and abundant business, you're in the right place. My name is Athena Bailey, and I'm a trans channeler, a kinesiologist, and a business coach. And I'm here to remind you of the divinity you have within you the sole purpose that guides you through life, and how through your business, you can create the huge spiritual shift into 5D that we're all here for. In this podcast, you'll receive spiritual teachings for your business, manifestation techniques to quantum leap, channelings with energetic activations, and tried and tested business strategies specifically for spiritual entrepreneurs. If you're ready to kickstart your ascension and align with your higher self, let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Light Leaders. I'm Athena Bailey and in this episode I'm going to be talking about the role of emotions and the emotional body in channeling, in manifestation and in regards for our healing and spiritual growth. Because let's face it, if you're in the spiritual realm you would have seen the whole love and light and don't feel anger and don't feel any negative emotions, just love and light and you know basically stop all the emotions away so that you can just focus on love and light. So I'm here to talk about how I view emotions, especially as someone who channels a lot, multiple times a day, every single day, trans channels, does all the things, and how I use my emotions. So for me, I see emotions as a tool. That's the first thing I want to say. I don't see any emotions as inherently negative. Some of emotions may be unpleasant for us to experience. However, I do not view them as inherently negative. That's the first thing I want to kick off and say. The second thing I want to also say is we have these different energetic bodies, right? Like you have your physical body, but you also have your etheric body. You also have your astral body, mental body, light body, mental body. And you also have your emotional body. So you have all of these different levels of being. And you'll notice that some people are really tuned into one body. Like, for example, personal trainers, naturopaths are really focused on working on the physical body. Then you can have people who are really focused on the emotional body and emotional healing. Right. So there are these different focuses we can have. And it's really important, actually, to be quite balanced in our subtle bodies. Right. To be taking care of all of our energetic bodies, not just one you know, and kind of neglecting the others, but taking care of all of our energetic bodies. Today, we're going to be talking about the emotional body and its role. Many physical illnesses, issues are rooted in emotion. Now, not all because the body is also um, connected to the etheric body. It's also connected to the mental body, right? Sometimes it's your beliefs that can make you sick. And obviously, yes, beliefs and emotions are deeply connected, but we're talking today just about emotions. The wonderful thing about your body is it shows you what emotion is being stored and where. The body is a wonderful tool in actually shifting your emotions. So if we think about emotion like this perceptor, right? It's our perceiver. It's showing us a deeper side of us. It's a tool, right? So I'm going to talk about, for example, 
some unpleasant emotions that you might have experienced. So let's say, for example, you feel jealousy, right? A normal human experience to feel jealousy at some point. Now, you might feel this jealousy and you might recognize it as something inherently negative. You might begin to criticize yourself because of it. And you might have this kind of feeling of like, ah, gross. I'm feeling this gross feeling. Let me just kind of push it away and suppress it and push it out of my your mind. Guilt, that's a really common one that people like kind of push and shove away shame that's a really big one you might get a flashback to a memory or something and just feel the shame in your body and oof. like just try and suppress it right a lot of people do that with emotions or you might be feeling a lot of anger but maybe you've thought that okay to be spiritual i can't be experiencing this thing with this anger i can't be angry all the time i need to focus on love and light so you've got all this anger but you're like no no, no don't focus on it focus on love focus on light and i'm just going to keep saying the mantra i am love i am light i am love i am light until the anger dissipates what we're doing in all of those scenarios is we are actually ignoring the gift that the emotion is. And your role here is to actually learn to utilize your emotions and alchemize your emotions as well. So first of all, like I said, I don't see any emotion as inherently negative, right? To me, all my emotions are a tool. So let's go to jealousy, right? Because I think that's a good example. That's one that is quite an unpleasant experience. And that's the beauty of life. We're going to feel and good things and bad things as part of being human. And when we experience things that might feel unpleasant, it's important to confront them face them rather than kind of push it away ignore it try and distract yourself a lot of people will feel guilt for not doing what they're here for and they will turn to their phone to distract themselves or turn on the tv turn to something to kind of push down that feeling rather than address it because to confront our emotions can be really challenging but when we allow ourselves to sit with that emotion and confront it we actually see what we need to change in our life so for example I'll come into this jealousy example right because I think it's phenomenal I think jealousy is such a great emotion to feel when you look at someone and let's say someone has what you have right someone has what you want whatever that is and your experience is jealousy and you go oh I wish that was me I wish I had that what you are experiencing from that emotion is it is showing you that this is something you want to manifest desire and call into your life and it is possible for you so if I ever experience jealousy, what I do is I go, wow, thank you, jealousy, for reminding me and showing me of what's possible for me and what I actually do desire, right? Because a lot of people are like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. But then you experience jealousy. Okay, well, there is something there. It's showing you what you do want. So we can start to use jealousy as a tool for showing us what's possible for us and what we want. Anger. Anger is such a brilliant emotion. For most people, most people perceive and experience anger when their boundaries have been crossed, right? That's, that's a big thing. So anger is showing you, hey, somebody has just crossed the line. Somebody has treated you with disrespect. And anger is showing you 
this isn't how you want to be treated. Now, obviously, anger is a big one and a lot of people and a lot of men store like anger quite deeply because we don't know how to process it, right? Because I'll go into alchemizing emotions and we need to release it. And what happens when we don't process, alchemize, confront these emotions as they build up and build up and build up. And that's when they can really start to lower our vibration. But if we feel an emotion and we take a moment, we just go, right, we take time to greet it rather than immediately being like, ugh, ugh, gross, that's an unpleasant emotion, let me suppress that, get rid of that. If we actually just go, oh wow, hey, there's guilt. How you doing, guilt? What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me in this moment? Jealousy. Ooh, hi, jealousy. That's really interesting you're coming up right now. What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to tell me? And guess what? If you actually close your eyes and you take a moment to notice where is the emotion sitting in your body and you take time to actually sit with it, it will show you so much about yourself. You will see, oh, wow, this is what I need to shift. This is where I need to go in my life. This is what I've been accepting when I shouldn't have been accepting anymore. I've been settling for something I shouldn't be. And we actually give space to that emotion and we listen to it the emotion shifts right because when we have this over like over the top any emotion that we have over the top it's because we haven't been listening to it and giving it space emotions need space they need to be processed to be released and so what happens we have you know, many men in our society, they're not taught to express their emotions. They're not taught on how to process them. So what we have is we have a lot of men who are experiencing a lot of anger and they don't know how to meet that anger, how to be in it. And if they do, it can often be at the point where it is so overwhelming, they feel like they lose control because the anger is so severe. And it's at that point that you really need an outlet for that emotion, right? And anger is a great example because it's something that you've probably known and seen someone let anger get the best of them over the top. So how do we process and move through these emotions? Obviously, when they first come in, the best thing that we can do is we can just sit with them and allow them and just be like, I hear you. I know you're angry. Validate that emotion. Say, yes, you have every right to be angry and let it breathe through it. Allow it to move through you. One of my favorite ways to actually release anger is by screaming, right? And it, because it's such a such a primal connection our throat and to our expression. So to find somewhere, whether it's into a pillow, whether it's in a park, and actually just allowing the sound to come out of you and come through you is so potent for this release and setting the intention of anger, it's time for you to come out now. There are men's groups that do processes like men screaming, men punching things as a release for anger. Just so you know, when you're, if you're in a space, like if you're someone who holds like spiritual events or anything, when you're in a place where people are doing those sorts of processes, there's a lot of energetic residue left behind. So you really need to make sure that you clear up that space before you do anything, right? Because it's like once that emotion is purged, it's sitting there. So if you're doing this at home, make sure you energetically clear your space afterwards, right? So that's a tool for anger. Some tools for releasing emotion is journaling. But the thing is, we actually need to sit with that emotion, give it space, write about it, sit with it, meet it, and you will notice it naturally alchemizes, it naturally shifts and transmutes. But if you've been holding down shame your whole entire life, 
and you and it comes at you every day like showing you you've even potentially got a physical illness from this overwhelming amount of shame that you're feeling when you dive in and sit with that shame it's going to feel overwhelming at first you're going to be pulled into the thing that you used to disassociate from that emotion it might be an addiction of some sort right because of the disassociation so you're gonna have to actually sit there and experience it even if it is overwhelming and it's at that point where it's quite health health helpful and healthy for you to have someone hold space for you to do that whether that's a therapist of some sort body worker and actually support you go through that to release right releasing is really beautiful so we have this wide range of emotions that are this compass for us to use and i also want to clarify quickly here a lot of you are carrying emotions that aren't yours this is something that i see all the time when you do meet with an emotion make sure you actually sit with it and go is this emotion mine or does it belong to someone else and check in you might be carrying your mom's anger you might be carrying your partner's guilt you might be taking stuff on from them which many healers and light workers do so you always want to check if it's yours so we have this wide range of emotions and it's not that like yes you know they're different in their vibrational state so if you're in anger all the time it's going to lower your vibrational state emotions move through us they move like our breathing right we might perceive them sit with it confront it and release it so it doesn't become our natural resting state it starts to lower our vibration when the anger or negative emotion i shouldn't say negative or a lower vibrational emotion begins to be our resting state 24 7 because for us to reach these high vibrations we have to go deep into our stuff and sometimes the heavy work is low vibrational in its nature that it temporarily lowers your vibration so you can meet what you have to shift through what you have to so then you can raise your vibration right so this is how i see my emotions i see them as compasses i see them as tools i give time every single day to actually sit with and go what emotion am i feeling and sit with it move through it allow it to process me if you do that for like just one week even just every single day going body what emotion are you holding on to you feel the emotion you go okay i'm going to give you space what are you trying to tell me what are you trying to show me listen to it give space to it like watch how much your life changes like it really will affect so much and allow the emotions to move through now, the next thing I want to talk about is how I'm working with emotions when it comes to channeling, when it comes to manifestation, right? Because the question I get is like, what if you're in a really bad mood or you feel in a really like you feel angry? Is it safe for you to channel, right? So if I'm like, let's say I've got a trans channeling that I've got to do. And let's say hypothetically, I have a massive fight with a friend and I'm just feeling grumpy and angry and low at that. And I just don't have the time to to go ahead and process my emotion right now it's not an ideal situation because in an ideal situation i would go let me go sit with and process this emotion and then give it time but if i'm booked to do a trans channeling i've got to go and do it 
So I think of this emotion as, okay, that's creating a bit of a, like it's lowering my vibration a little bit, which is fine because I need to process it. And once I process it, it will raise, but I will take time to raise my vibration a little bit more than I would usually, right? Because if you've done Channeling Spirit Academy, you know, there are all these steps I do to shift my energy, step my vibration. And so I will spend a little bit longer working on my energy, working on shifting my vibrational state because I'll be aware that something is potentially lower. It's the same if I'm not feeling 100% well physically, right? It's like, it's it's the same. I'm just focusing. So no, it doesn't affect my ability to channel at all. And because part of channeling is being a master of your vibrational state and being able to shift and move your energy really, really easily. Now, I find for manifesting channeling, uh, sorry, for manifesting, emotional work is the most powerful thing from my experience right and yes having the beliefs and knowing and the mantras and is really all well and good but for me what shifts things the fastest is working with the emotional body so i'm very sensitive when it comes to my emotions like i really feel all of my emotions fully and on the one hand it can be tiring sometimes like crying in every single movie being moved to tears by things people are telling me and on the other hand it also allows me to work with my emotional body in such a way that I'm very good at manifesting. So let's talk about that, right? Because in almost any manifestation process that you're going to be doing, you're going to be asked to tune into the feeling of having it as if you had it, right? So let's say you're manifesting a car, for example. They say, well, imagine you have the car. How does it feel? Maybe you feel pride and joy. And most people will conceptually feel the feeling. They'll be like, oh yeah, I can feel that there's a bit of pride and joy. But they don't let the feeling overcome them. They don't let that feeling completely embody them because they're so disassociated with their emotional body because they've spent a lifetime going anger, push it away, shame. Oh no, I don't want to feel that let me browse through social media so they can't actually allow the full emotion to be expressed through to embody yourself in which is that's what creates a manifestation the more you can feel it the more you can embody that emotion the more the energy changes the more you align with that timeline the more you call it in the faster it shows up right so when you start working with your emotions you can actually learn to really, truly feel it. When I'm doing my manifestations, I cry every single time because I feel how deeply I will feel that joy, abundance, love, whatever it is that I'm trying to manifest. It moves me to tears because it's so, I feel it so strongly and so powerfully. And so that kind of emotional shift creates a really powerful vibration that attracts that thing to me, right? It's like, then that's the emotion I'm choosing to embody, I'm choosing to live in. But I wouldn't be able to embody or hold that emotion if I didn't address the lower vibrational emotions, if I didn't sit with anger when it came up or guilt or shame or whatever. And your body will show you where you're holding these. So understand your emotions are a tool. There aren't any inherently negative emotions. There will be emotions that feel unpleasant and it's your job and your responsibility to sit with them. This ride that you've chosen here as a human isn't all love and light. It comes with it's good and it's bad. There's pain for us to experience. There's hurt for us to experience. And we just have to alchemize it and sit with it, move through it to get to the other side of it, right? Which is a raised vibration. 
you want your dominant vibration to be love, to be light, fine. You can't have that if you're holding so and suppressing so much anger or guilt in your body that it's not allowing you to hold as much love and light as you like. So hopefully this has given you a bit of an insight on your emotional body and its role. I think it's it's a very important tool to be able to be connected into your emotional body. And, you know, we have all these different parts of ourselves and our soul is one of them as well, which I didn't really touch on too much. So, so I hope that this has given you a really good insight into our emotional body and how you can start using your body as an emotional compass. We're actually currently enrolling in for the Isis Car Practitioner Program, which starts next week. I am super excited to bring in the round for 2023. In case you weren't aware, it's actually a three-part program that goes into, firstly, a practitioner training. So learning how to activate your car body and how to provide car activations to someone else. So working on all 16 levels of the car, activating it and activating yourself. It's also a healing portal. So we go really deep in healing masculine, feminine, your relations to the masculine, feminine energies, them in yourself, in your mother, in your father, and healing different parts of your body where you're holding energies that are not supportive to your to your work and what you're here to do there's a lot of activations that you receive as part of the program you receive all the car activations yourself and learn how to do it so you can provide it for others it's also a priestess training like all of these trainings are sacred isis priestesshood trainings that have been passed down through the priestesshoods and it is the program it's from goddess isis i channeled it from goddess isis which is why it's called the isis car practitioner program you leave as a practitioner knowing how to work with your body, but also we do a lot of work around sexual alchemy because that's a core part of the Isis priestesshood and actually learning how to work with sexual alchemy to grow spiritually and support our spiritual evolution. If that's something you're interested in, I'll have the link down below. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening today. I hope it's given you value. Blessings.